This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What would those be? How can I expedite this process as much as possible? How can I make my, my processes more efficient? How can I um, bring more energy to the table? Uh, what can I cut out that's slowing me down? What's holding me back? What's my greatest obstacle? What habits do I need to develop, like I said before? Um, and you can get really into this. Like you can start, let's say you're writing a book. Okay, well you can figure out, well, what am I wasting time doing? Like how, like, how can I stop doing that stuff? What is slowing me down? And it might not even be writing. It might be um, outside distractions. It might be um, the way that you have your work environment set up. You know, how can you optimize everything to be as successful as possible? And then you got to look at, well, what time of day do you write? What, what, when do you work on it? When are you most efficient? When, it, when are you going to get the most done? When, when do you have the least distractions? When do you have the most energy? How can you have more energy? How can you eat better so that when you sit down to write, you're in a better state of mind? You don't have brain fog. You're in a clear um, mental arena that you can, you can work from. How do you do all that? Um, and then, like, what's, you can get really in-depth into it. You can figure out, like, what's the right lighting for me? What's the... Um, optimum amount of time that I can go before I really need a break you know because if you try to sit there and just go all out for three or four hours I mean you're gonna get you're gonna start having problems uh, but if you learn hey like every 20 minutes if I take a quick break just stand up walk around the room and come sit back like that that's enough for me it breaks it breaks things off a little bit um, stuff like that is incredibly valuable um, and then it doesn't necessarily seem like it's part of writing, but if you're serious about something, that you're going to get into that kind of stuff. It's not enough to just be good at writing. You have to understand, how can I make everything work for me? How can I bring all of my energy to the table? All right? So when I fill my mind with these questions, I just kind of sit back and I let my unconscious do the work from there. So I'm going to write out whatever comes to mind as quickly as possible. Again, this is free writing. Even if it seems ridiculous, even if it seems unrealistic, I'm going to write it out. It does not matter what comes onto that paper, okay? It's important that you ask questions that inspire you as well. Don't forget that. Don't ask, well, how can I be a little bit better by the end of the month? No, how can I be the best I can be at the end of the month? How can I accomplish something that I, I'm not sure I can really do, but it makes me excited thinking about? You know, the more excited you get about the questions that you ask, um, the more your imagination gets involved in the process. And you're basically asking your unconscious to give you ideas. And as we all know, the unconscious speaks in the language of emotion. So the more emotion you get into it, the more you're going to talk to your unconscious. All right. So almost done. We're getting there. Once you get through, uh, once you get to know the big picture goals, it becomes a lot easier to break everything else down into these manageable steps. So the mistake that a lot of people make is in limiting themselves. Um, to goals that are just not, they're not big enough, okay? Um, and a small goal is fine for daily progress, absolutely. My daily goal, um, oh, what book was it? I think it was, um, oh man, what book was it? The 1% rule, I think it was, I think it was Atomic Habits. I know, even if it, that's a fantastic book, even if this is not where this came from, but the 1% rule basically says that, um, if you get 1% better each day, that doesn't seem like a lot. You probably won't even notice it a little bit. 
But over a year, it's going to be a huge difference. Over five years, it's going to be astronomical because the compound effect kicks in. 1% better today and then 1% better than you are then the next day. And it keeps growing. It keeps growing. It keeps growing. You don't notice the day-to-day, but then you look back and you realize, wow, like I've come so far. Um, and so I just focus on how can I get a little bit better today? It doesn't have to be anything big, and I will fixate on the smallest thing. If I have a great victory, awesome. I'll, I'll be excited about that. But I focus on the little things. How did I get just a little bit more efficient? What new thing did I create? What did I do a little bit faster? What did I solve a little bit better? Well, you know, what problems did I learn a new solution to? Okay. Um, so don't limit yourself to small goals. Um, set small goals for yourself, but I don't even set small goals so much as, um, you know, if it's writing, it's like, let's make something creative. Let's teach one new concept. Let's, let's get something out that I'm proud of. And that's really my goal. That's it. It doesn't have to be anything big. Um, but on the long term, my goals are huge. You know, I just, I focus on, I keep those in my mind, but I focus on the daily improvement on just getting a little bit better each day. All right. So the last factor I'm going to talk about here is meditation. So meditating before your journaling session um, will amplify the results dramatically. It really will. Is um, focusing on creating habits again. Because, yes, I, I, I want the podcast to be at a certain level. I want my other endeavors to be at a certain level. Let's say I'm doing something physical. Okay, yes, I want to run this race with this time. I want to... I want to do X, Y, Z, whatever. What are the habits that are really going to help you get there? Because the habits are that autopilot kicking in when things get difficult and things get boring. You're not stuck there sitting trying to figure out, am I going to go do this? No, you are going to go do that because it's a habit. It's unconscious. You don't have to think about it. You don't have to think about putting your shoes on in the morning. You don't have to plan out, well, am I going to really like go look for my shoes and put them on? That's a lot of work. No, it doesn't feel like a lot of work because you do it every single day. So what are the habits that you're going to create that are going to help you achieve your goals? All right. And then to, to break it down further, um, I always try to focus on what is the most important thing that I can fixate on for this month? If I can pick one to three things um, that are going to have the greatest impact. We don't have time today to get in depth here, but basically um, we'll, we'll just gloss over this. Your brain's always operating in various wave states. So these different states are useful for different things. And a great hacking tool is learning to create these different brainwave states intentionally. I want to do an episode on it before too long. Uh, but for our purposes right now, we're just going to look at the alpha wave brain state. Um, and that occurs mostly during sleep or deep meditation. Um, but it also occurs when you first wake up, right before you go to bed. And it's, it's very common in your childhood as well. Uh, when you're in an alpha wave brain state, you're highly open to new skills and new information. Um, and because of this, essentially, I'm going to do a whole episode on it. I just want to touch on it today. I really recommend that you either, or that you journal, um, either right after you meditate or first thing in the morning after you wake up, because you're going to be in an alpha wave brain state when you first wake up, like right after you wake up. Um, and if you're, if you have a consistent meditation practice, you can probably put yourself into this state, um, intentionally. It usually takes me about seven, 12 minutes, just kind of depending on what I've got going on that day. Um, but you're much more open to the voice of your unconscious. You're going to have a lot more success with any resolutions that you create. Um, anything that you do work on is going to really get down into your brain. It's really going to be so much more efficient towards creating physical changes in your brain because your brain just, that's the state of 
learning, like you're accepting, you're receiving things, you are ready to reprogram your brain. That's how your brain works. It, it rewires things. It's not that, oh yeah, it learns a new way of doing things. Like it physically creates changes like in your brain structure. And if you're in the right state to create those those changes, you're gonna have a lot more success. You can basically perform like neurosurgery on your brain with just meditating and journaling because you get into that right state and you start saying, what do I need to change about myself? How can I change about myself? And you get these answers that come up because you're already in the right state of mind for it. And then when you commit to those things, you say, okay, I will do this. I am doing this. I am doing that. You know, those affirmations sink in, those decisions sink in, and it really starts to create changes, okay? So remember, guys, this is not rocket science. You don't need any kind of crazy system to be successful, all right? You just need to consistently apply something that works for you. Writing is the best way that I have found to formulate goals, um, to understand my unconscious and hold myself accountable for moving forward. Um, so I really hope that it helps you guys. If it does, let me know. Um, if you like this episode, don't hesitate to reach out to me. If you guys are, if there's any content that you do want to see or hear, um, just let me know. You can reach me through my website um, or through my social media. So you guys have a great day. Be awesome. Hey guys, welcome out to Psychology Hacks. I want to talk a little bit today about setting goals. I know at first glance that might not seem like it has much to do with psychology, but in reality it actually has everything to do with it. So most people don't understand how to properly set goals and they end up fighting against their own brains to get things done. And I can tell you now that your programming can either be your greatest enemy or your greatest ally. The better you understand your own psychology, the better able you'll be able to, to make those changes in your life. So let me start by reminding you that the majority of your life is spent on autopilot. Your daily actions are mostly driven by the unconscious and very little thought is actually put into your typical actions. So your brain sets up habits that it can rely on to get you through the day. And those habits save a lot of energy because the unconscious mind uses less fuel than the rational mind does. The unconscious mind, um, it, it basically chooses the, the default whenever confronted with some kind of choice. And only when something new or unusual comes up does the rational mind really get involved. And because of this, I want to point out how important it is that your habits should be, um, that, that they should qualify as goals. Creating good habits should be a goal. You know, not, not just, um, like you won't reach your goal of running a marathon without consistently running, right? So you need to make the habit of running. Like the goal, yes, absolutely can be running that marathon, but if you don't set the, the goal of, hey, I'm gonna run consistently, I'm gonna run every day or every other day, whatever it is, if you don't get that habit down, you're not gonna be successful. Um, the same way, like, for example, if you're, um, if you're trying to get a doctorate or something, you know, studying every day is a habit that will help you get to that goal, and it, in and of itself, it's not necessarily the goal, but it is essential. So, your habits dictate the course of your life. So creating your habits intentionally should be a priority, should be the top priority, honestly. Um, but it is difficult to know which habits to develop sometimes, um, especially when you don't have clear goals. So today I wanna to talk a little bit about um, the best strategies that I've found to set goals and to reach them. And there's all sorts of different methods out there, guys. I hope that um, you don't just, you're not confined to what I tell you today. I hope that you continue to grow and seek out new ways of achieving success. Um, but I do hope that today's podcast will at least set you in the right direction. So to start off with, we've got to understand what direction we want to move in. 
we need a clear destination. Otherwise, we're never going to know if the goals that we're setting are actually taking us to the right place. And it does take some self-reflection. It takes some experimentation. It takes some trial and error to actually figure this out. And when it comes to self-reflection, what we're going to talk about first, um, nothing's going to be as powerful as a tool as just a pen and notebook. So writing your thoughts down is really going to be the best way to organize yourself. Most people have never really been taught how to properly set goals. And the thought of sitting down and writing either scares them or seems like a complete waste of time. So that's something that we're going to try to move past though, because with a little bit of practice, you can develop a system for getting your thoughts down on paper. uh, You can learn to make a lot more sense out of the chaos that goes on in your head. The first step here is to learn how to ask the right questions, okay? So instead of writing out a series of complaints and half-formed ideas and saying, oh, I want this, I want that, blah, blah, blah. Well, you need to learn to present your unconscious with the correct questions because if you don't know what your goal is, if you know exactly what you want out of life, then great, awesome. But most people don't. And to figure out what you really want, you have to ask questions. And the cool thing about your brain is that when you ask questions, it, it kind of automatically starts giving you answers. And if you're in the right state of mind to receive those answers, nine times out of 10, the first thing, like the first couple of things are going to be pretty close to um, the, the correct answer for whatever that is for you personally. So you might remember from a previous episode that your brain, it's, it's very good at creating meaning. It's very good at solving problems. You can put that skill to really good use. Um, and you do that by just like you're hacking into your, your operating system a little bit. When you ask your brain a question, it, it can't help but give you that answer. And the answer might be kind of ridiculous or short-sighted um, or biased, um, but some kind of answer is going to come up. And honestly, a lot of this is going to depend on your state of mind. If you ask and you kind of think that it's nonsense and you're not really expecting anything out of it, you're probably not going to get the best answers. But you will get a answer. If you're receptive, if you're in a state of mind to receive an answer, if you're having a conversation with yourself, if you're understanding the fact that there's a huge amount of your your brain and your personality that is mysterious to you, that you, you just don't understand, it's, it's, it's dark and kind of distant, and uh, nevertheless, it's a huge part of your life, and it's not something you can get away with. If you're acknowledging that and you're saying, you're asking this other side of yourself, hey, like, what? what direction shall we be moving in, you're going to get a totally different answer than if you're kind of blowing it off. And a lot of people are really surprised the first time that they take a minute and ask their unconscious a really deep question. So that's it, something that has helped me a lot in life. It's something I've seen help a lot of other people in life. And just taking the time to actually treat that unconscious part of yourself as um, not necessarily a separate entity, but just something like a, a part of you that you can talk to, you know? So just give it a shot. All you have to do is find some time alone where you're free of distractions. Take out a pen and a notebook, and at the top of the page, start writing down some questions um, that you want to have answered. So remember to make these questions as empowering as possible, um, and also as specific as possible, because the more specific you are, uh, the more success you're going to have. And also, you don't want to be too negative about it. Like, don't ask, why does my life suck? Why, do, why am I broke? You know, instead, you should ask things more like, what does my most fulfilled life look like? Um, what can I do to be the happiest? Um, and then once you we kind of figure out, you know, what do I really want out of life? Uh, what is most important to me? Where do I want to go? What do I want to um, look back at in the next 5, 10, 20 years? Um, and then you start asking, you start getting more specific about it. You start drilling down, okay, well, what can I do today to make that a reality? What can I do over the course of the next month to make this happen? All right? So when you have that question ready to go, 
Um, you're going to get your, your notebook out. It's really important here to open yourself up to whatever answers do present themselves and to write them down as quickly as possible and not worry about like your handwriting skills, your punctuation, grammar, anything like that. Don't worry about that stuff. Just get it down on paper as quickly as possible. Because you're asking yourself a question, what you're really doing here is you're, you're presenting the idea to your unconscious. And now remember that the unconscious operates intuitively, um, and a lot of times it does respond very quickly with um, kind of flashes of insight, you know, little epiphanies. It, it doesn't really, it's not going to tell you out that, like, explain this long list of, oh, you should do this, that, and the other. It's going to usually be more of a feeling, because he, the unconscious speaks in the language of symbols, um, emotions, stories, and then, like I said, those sudden bursts of insights that um, they might take a few minutes to articulate, but they, they make sense in the moment, like when they happen. So by putting these things down on paper, what you're doing is you're, you're preserving them, you're taking them out of your unconscious and into your conscious you know, realm or line of sight. Um, and, and that's when you can start to really dig into them and, and plan things out in a rational sense. But this is a great tool for actually figuring out you know, what direction you are start, trying to move in. Um, you can take that inner knowledge and start making it work for you now. And free writing is, is an excellent way to do this. All you have to do to do free writing is... Basically, just take you just start writing like whatever question you have in your head, or um, if you have some kind of problem, like some kind of emotional issue, it's a great way to get it out as well to kind of express it. Just, you know, don't let anybody else read it. But um, what you're going to be doing is basically just start writing and you don't stop until you've reached a predetermined point. So, the, the goal is to write quickly, um, smoothly, to not, to not stop at all. Um, you're not worrying, like I said, about your, your handwriting skills or your punctuation or anything like that. You're just writing. It's a, it's a very quick, expressive thing. And what it does is it creates a trance-like state. And you kind of, you kind of start to shut down the, the conscious mind a little bit, the rational mind. And that filter that um, stops all those dark impulses and all those um, socially unacceptable feelings from coming up that kind of that that kind of shuts down a little bit and so you start writing out how you really feel about things you know underneath the social programming underneath the con the conditioning um, and typically I do one page of free writing every morning I've noticed that if I have some kind of major issue though uh, like if there's something I'm working through or if um, there's some kind of like bad situation or I'm stressed about something I'm upset or it's just some kind of like really deep self work um, three pages seems to be the magic number, at least for me, whenever I have those major issues. I'm not going to say it's the same for everyone, but I will put it out there that a page a day has done wonders for me. Like, and I, I'm not, I know I'm getting off topic just a little bit here because we're talking about goal setting. And this is talking also about um, working through emotional problems, working through um, how you feel about things, trying to improve your outlook on life try to it, it, this is like the the daily work so that's why i do one page because it takes me like 10 15 minutes to free write by hand you know three pages so and I, you can do this on the computer um i personally like pen and paper a little bit more but it, that's kind of up to you guys experiment with what you want to do but i would put it out there that three pages might be a good way to do this especially if you're if you've never done anything like this before and you're just sitting down and you have no idea what you want to do with your life and you're just trying to figure out well uh, all this all this stuff you know you're trying to work through all these things well I have so many different interests or maybe I don't have any interests or I don't think I do or I would love to be a musician but I'm just not creative and I'm not coordinated well whatever it it might take more than one page to work through all of that stuff you know and you I think it's a good idea if you don't do this often especially or if this is your first time 
do do three to five pages. You know, it doesn't all have to be on the same thing, but if you do five or six questions and you have a page per question, the more work you put into this, the more you're going to get back out again. Um, so yeah, once it becomes a habit, uh, free writing is is a great tool to use. This is one of the ways that I stay on track because every single day um, I'm thinking about my goals and some people write their goals down every day. I don't personally do that. Um, I usually incorporate them into my free writing because if I'm first thing in the morning when I wake up, if I'm free writing, obviously my goals are going to come up and they're going to, I'm going to put them down on paper, but they're always a little bit worded a little bit differently. They're not ever quite the same thing. And it's more about reinforcing um, the emotion behind them because the emotion is what's really going to drive you forward. You can have a a goal in your mind that makes perfect sense to you, but if you don't feel anything for it, you're not going to get excited about it. You're not going to have any energy to put into it. And so that's why this this daily um, free writing is such a great tool beyond just the fact that it can help you figure out what your goals are and what, like where where you want to go in life. It's such a great way to, to, to keep you on track because every single day you, you're refocusing, you're getting that emotion into it. If you just kind of write down, oh, these are my 10 goals for the year or whatever. I mean, that's, that's good for some people and I'm not, I'm not knocking it, but it doesn't have the same emotional quality to it. And that's what's really important here. It's not enough to just know, yeah, I want to be a musician or I want to be um, a doctor. I want to be a business owner or whatever. I want to be a, I don't know, a great parent, whatever. If you just write it down over and over again, you're not, you're not like really getting yourself excited over it. You're keeping it in your mind and that's absolutely better than nothing. But uh, maybe that works better for some people. Maybe it doesn't. But for me personally, this is what works. And I've seen... Like people that I've worked with have have had similar successes, so that's that's why I'm putting it out here because it is useful. Okay, another key element to all of this, and this is something I got from Tony Robbins, but it does come up quite often. A key element here is asking yourself why. So why do I want to feel this way? Why do I want to accomplish this or that? Why do why is that goal important to me? Why do I want it? Okay, and then you're gonna drill down further and further into that. So. If like, let's say you want to run a marathon, and you get all excited about like I want to run a marathon, you know, um, it's gonna it's gonna feel great. I want to have, um, you know, all this this feeling of success and accomplishment. I'm gonna have better health, whatever. When you really drill down into it, if you just decide that you want to run a marathon, but you don't you don't know why you're doing it, again, it's gonna be difficult to get that emotional content involved. You're gonna have a hard time staying motivated when it gets tough. I've run marathons before; they're difficult. It takes a lot of work, and it's not. It's not even just pushing through like the marathon. The majority of the work is the training sessions. And that's true with anything. The majority of difficulties that people have is it's hard to stay consistent when things get tough. And it's really difficult. It's way, way harder to stay consistent when things get boring. That's what kills most people. It's not pushing through something. It's not just the fact that, oh, like, yeah, I have to get up early because I've got a 20-mile run, so I've got to get up at 5.30 in the morning if I'm going to do this before, you know, I have to live the rest of my life, you know. I've got to get up before the kids get up. i got to get up before school, work, whatever it is. Um, that's, what, that's what I did when I was doing my long-distance runs. Even on the weekends, like, I had other stuff to do. I didn't have time to go in the middle of the day, and I didn't want to run in the middle of the day anyway. It was... Um, summertime, like I, it was, it was too hot. It wasn't worth it. Um, so I would get up at like 
you know, 4.30, 5.30 in the morning, depending on how long the run was going to be. And it was like, you know, a training run could be four or five hours for a marathon. I mean, if you're really pushing it. And it's, it's not just getting up and doing that and pushing myself. After a while, you know, you, you get to the point of, and, and this is a great, this is a perfect metaphor for everything else. So uh, I'm not just saying that this will help you run a marathon, but try to, try to think, like apply this to your situation. But using the, the, the running analogy, once you get to a certain level of fitness, um, running 10, 15 miles isn't really going to hurt you that much anymore. It's when you start getting it, like when you're about ready to run a marathon, you're going to be able to get up to those 18, 20 mile runs. Um, and that's going to start to hurt a lot. But like 10, 15 miles just doesn't hurt that much. And the thing is, it takes a long time. It takes a long time to, to run that far. It just does. So you're going to be out on the road or in the trails, whatever, on the treadmill. Whatever. I hope you, if, if you run a marathon, if you train for a marathon on a treadmill and you're doing 18 mile runs on the treadmill, you are just an absolute animal. I could not do that. I would, I would go insane. But even running outside, um, and I, w- I used to live in the mountains when I did this. Like it was always beautiful. I mean, it was, it was difficult terrain, but it was it was just gorgeous. I had plenty of things to look at. It was that boredom. Like it doesn't hurt you anymore. It's not you're not pushing it um, the entire time. You get bored. Like that's what's really difficult to push through because you say I just don't want to do this anymore. You know, most people are kind of psych themselves up and they expect the fact that it's going to be difficult, that they're going to be in pain, that it's going to hurt, and they're going to have to push through it. Most people expect that. They don't expect that this goal that they're excited about, that they're passionate about, it's going to get boring at some point. It just is. There's no way around it. Um, And so understanding those why questions, that's what's really going to help you push through all that. Why do I want to run this marathon? Why do I want to be a rock star, successful musician? I don't know. Why do I want to write this book? Why do I want to get this promotion? When it comes time to really push through those difficult times, um, that's when, that's when you're going to need to know these, the answers to these questions. If it's, especially also, you don't want to start off towards something without having a clear sense of why, because you might realize that your reason for doing it is stupid. Um, there's been things that I've done that were very difficult that I started off towards, and then I get into it, and I'm like, God, this is awful. It's so it's so painful. It's so difficult. It's so boring, you know. And I'm just I'm just miserable. And at some point, I'm like, I I hate quitting. I hate quitting. And when I was younger, I had a real problem with it. If I committed to anything, I would never quit, no matter how miserable it made me. Um, I don't do that as much anymore, just because I realize that there is a trade off. Like if it's destroying my life, I'm not I'm not gonna stay in something. Um, but when I was younger, I didn't really get it. But then I, sometimes I would realize, why am I doing this? Well, I'm only doing this for ego. Like my ego. I'm only doing this for the pride of saying I did it. Like I don't care that much. Or I'm doing it because um, I got to be better than so-and-so. Because um, society told me that this is the goal to accomplish, you know. People that go through law school or medical school, they don't really, they're, they're brilliant people, but they don't really have any drive to do it. Oh, well, why, why, are, you, why are you doing this? Oh, because my, my parents wanted me to. Uh, because everybody tells me that I'm so smart and that this is what smart people do. They go, they become a doctor, or they become a lawyer, they become an engineer, whatever. Oh, well, what do you really want to do? Oh, I want to go work in, as a forest ranger in national parks. Like, I just love being outside and relaxing and not doing anything and, like, just being in nature, like, taking care of nature. Like, okay, well, that's, like, totally different. That's a, a totally different um, purpose in life to, as to what you're, you're doing. And if you don't figure out those why reasons, 
you could spend a lot of time and energies, maybe even your whole life, working towards something that you don't really care about. Or maybe you're working towards something that is on the right track, but it's not exactly, like, it's not necessarily the best way to get it. So maybe, um, like, Maybe you want to be a musician because you love being on stage and performing for people, but you don't, and you, you're not really that crazy about music. But, you, but when you figure out why you want to do something, and you realize, hey, I love inspiring people, I love helping people. Well, there's other ways to do that, and I'm not saying give up on the dream of being a successful musician by any stretch of the imagination. I'm just saying there are other ways to achieve those goals beforehand. And when you understand your why, not only is it going to get you through those difficult times, you're going to figure out if that goal is even relevant. Okay. So, you're asking these why questions. You're, you're writing them out. You're free writing. You're letting it just flow onto the page, okay? Keep asking those questions. Um, and, and it's important to drill down even further than that. So, like for me, for example, I'll use, I'll use a personal example. I was trying to figure out um, why I wanted to do some of the things that I was involved in at the time. Um, some of them, actually, I still am now that I think about it. They've just, they, those goals have changed dramatically because... I really drilled down into what I was doing with these why questions. And I, I realized that there was a couple things I wanted to do that were mostly for, like, recognition. They were, they were for, um, like, respect of other people. And I realized I didn't really care that much about that stuff. And I wasn't happy doing them, so I stopped doing them. But then the things that I, I was still interested in, like this podcast, for example... I started thinking, okay, why do I want to do this? Well, because I like to inspire people. I like to help people. Um, I like, actually, no, this is before this podcast. This is my last podcast. And this is, it was, this session of asking why and journaling is what led to, one of the things that led to me creating this show. And it's because I was trying to figure out, well, I want to help people. I want to teach people. I want to give people tools that they can use to better their lives, you know? Then you start asking why. Well, I like to inspire people. And after a while, what I really drilled down to was that my, what gives me the most satisfaction in life, what gives me the most fulfillment is inspiring other people to better their lives or giving them the tools and showing them that they are capable of more. The reason for that being some, like, when I was a kid growing up, I didn't really have a whole lot of that. And then I had some people that influenced me that showed me I could be more than I thought I was. And it just had such a profound effect on me that I've wanted to give that back to other people from day one. That's always been the goal. And it was unconscious. I never realized it. So I had all these different interests and things that I was doing. And I, I was stressed out because I was trying to do all this different stuff. And I didn't understand why I was doing any of it. And so after this little session of uh, free writing, journaling, a little meditation as well, I realized I drilled down to the, the core of it, like, no, this is why I'm doing it. So now that I understand why I'm doing these things, what my motivation is, not only was I able to cut out some things that weren't serving me, um, adjust the things that were good goals, but I wasn't quite perfect. I wasn't quite moving in the right direction. It's a little bit off. My motivations were a little bit off. But now that I understood that, I, I've been able to fix all that stuff. And I've also been able to get through some pretty difficult times I've been able to get through the boredom, been able to get through the, the frustration, the, the difficulty, the, the sheer discomfort. Um, same thing with this show. I have to get up early to do it. I can't, like, I've got too much going on. I can't just do it whenever. I, I have to get up early. And, you know, when your alarm goes off at 6 in the morning, especially for me when it's cold out, like, that's difficult to do. Um, maybe not once, but consistently every day, no, that's difficult. 
But now I have these why questions, like I get excited about it. I have an emotional uh, charge behind it, okay? So, moving on. As a way of building on this, um, what I also want to suggest is weekly or maybe even a, a monthly session where you reset your goals. Personally, what I do is I do every month. The beginning of every month, I do this. Um, what I do is I'm gonna, I take the time to write out what my goals are, um, starting off with the long-term goals. I usually, a lot of people say five years. I usually do three years. Um, I have an idea of what I want for five years, but I've noticed that when I set five-year plans, I tend to accomplish them in a year to two years. And then I'm like, okay, well, I need, I need bigger plans now. So part of that is, you know, I have to dream bigger. I have to set bigger goals. But at the same time, it's, <laughs> I don't like to plan that far ahead if, because I want to condense everything down a little bit quicker. So I, say, I take that five years and say, let's make it three years. And then I work my ass off and try to make it happen in a month. And it never happens in a month, but I get a lot further than I would if I was like, okay, yeah, I got plenty of time. I can relax, whatever. Um, but I look back at that progression that I'm aiming for. And then I really dig into what do I need to do to accomplish these goals. And I start asking myself those questions I talked about earlier. And the, one of the big things here, one of the biggest things with that, 